How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messenger who announces peace, who brings good news, who announces salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. Listen, your sentinels lift up their voices. Together they sing for joy, for in plain sight they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth together into singing, you ruins of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. This is the word of life. Well, the last part of that passage, the part that we finished with said, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. But when Isaiah is writing this, that has not happened yet. He's believing that God is showing him a vision of the future of what God is going to do for his people. He's looking for God to act in a spectacular way on behalf of all the people of Jerusalem. What is Isaiah looking forward to specifically in this passage? He tells us he's looking for one who announces peace or shalom. That is fullness of life for all people. He's looking for one who brings good news who announces salvation for the whole world. It will start in Jerusalem, but it's for all the nations. Isaiah is looking for what Christians would call the kingdom of God, a time when all the people will recognize God's will and choose to follow God's will in all that they say and do, a time when God will truly rule or reign across the planet around the globe when all people are making choices purely motivated by love of god and love of neighbor so god's will might be done on earth as in heaven but it's not happened in isaiah's time and i dare say it's not quite happened in our time yet either has it happened in your life? Does God rule in your heart and mind? Are all your decisions based on a love of God, a love of neighbor, trying to embody the love of God you've come to know through this baby that is born whose birth we celebrate today? I find when I'm in smaller groups talking with Christians, that there's lots of Christians who don't even believe it's possible to really live by God's will. But John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, pointed out time after time, it's in the Bible. It wouldn't be promised if it wasn't possible. Oh yes, my friends, it is possible to be so filled with the love of God that all we say and do is keeping faith with the will of God. I think that's the kind of notion and vision Isaiah has when he's writing these words 
It's a beautiful vision of what the earth might be like. He says, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messenger who announces peace, who brings good news, who announces salvation, who says to Zion or Israel, your God reigns. We hear the same kind of proclamation in the Christian Gospels. I'll give you just one example from the Gospel of Luke in the second chapter. He puts it this way. He's talking about when the angels came to the shepherds and the angels said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. We proclaim on this morning that God has acted decisively in this baby being born in a manger whose birth we're celebrating today. Oh, Isaiah was writing well before that, hundreds of years before that, and yet he's caught the same sense of God's will, what God wants to be done on earth. And just as Luke proclaimed that the angels were singing, Isaiah talks about his people singing in verse 8. He calls his people and says, Listen, your sentinels lift up their voices. Together they sing for joy. For in plain sight they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Or in other words, they see God coming and working in their lives, in their town, in their community, across their nation. Isaiah is calling on his people. Isaiah wants people to watch and see God at work with their own eyes. To be looking for God at work day to day as they go about their lives. Maybe you've already experienced that during this month of December. Maybe while you were here worshiping or singing or listening to the choir or the organ, you felt that sense of God's inspiration at work in your life. Or maybe you felt prompted to give a special gift so that somebody else might hear that proclamation of good news. Or maybe somebody extended to you a kindness. Or maybe they sent you a special gift. And you felt God's love come alive in their generosity being extended to you. It can happen in so many different ways where we see God at work in plain sight. But too often we get too busy or nonchalant or stressed or distracted and we fail to notice God working in our day-to-day living. Isaiah wants his people to pay attention. This season of Advent, these Sundays leading up to Christmas, seem to help all of us begin to focus a little more on that. Thinking and reading and singing about God sending us this great gift of His Son somehow expands our own ability and eagerness to give, to be more like God to be more generous, to be more kind, to be more loving, to be more 
gracious. Karen Kingsbury recounts the true story of a sheriff on patrol in Ohio. He tells the story, this sheriff, that he was in his car driving around the county in which he lived and patrolled, and it was Christmas evening. And over his radio, he got a call from dispatch. They said, we've had a call from the diner out on the highway on the edge of town. There's a woman sitting in a booth. She's been there for some time. She continues to cry uncontrollably. uncontrollably. She doesn't seem to want to talk to any of us. We need someone to come check on her. The sheriff turns his car around and drives directly to the diner. He goes inside. He scans the diner quickly. He sees the woman sitting in the corner booth. She's sobbing. She's heaving. Her shoulders are shaking. Her face is in her hands. He calmly walks over to speak to her. And just as he gets to the booth, he realizes there's two little girls sitting in the booth across from her, probably no more than four or five years old. The mother's just sobbing in her hands, doesn't even look up when the officer approaches the table. So he says to the girls, what seems to be the problem? The oldest one says, well, Daddy couldn't buy us no gifts. He sent us all to the bathroom. And while we were in there, he took all of our stuff out of the car and left. The officer thought, no, it can't be. Surely not on Christmas. But he looked around and there was no father in sight. He asked the girls if they were hungry. They said they were. He said, why don't you move over here to the counter? I'll get you something to eat. He orders them a hot meal while they wait for the waitress to bring something. He goes back and sits in the booth across from the mother. He says, ma'am, what's the matter? She finally looks up and tries to dry the tears running down her face and says, it's what my girl said. My husband left us. She began to tear up again she said he's not a bad man but we're flat broke he didn't know what else to do he had tried all he could think of i think he thought if we were alone we would be better off than if we were with him i think he thought at least somebody would help us if he were gone she said, I've been sitting here praying about what to do next. I don't have a cent on me, and I don't know what to do. The officer said a silent prayer for her and then said, do you have any other family? She said, the nearest relatives are in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He began to tell her that there were some agencies there in their community that might help her with some travel money if she would like to go there. She seemed to think that that was a good idea. About that time, the waitress came back and 
brought the girls some hot dogs and french fries and tater tots and they began to gobble them up he said i went over to check on them and they were doing fine i moved on over to the cash register grabbed my wallet to pay for the meal i thought it could be my little part of trying to brighten their christmas when the waitress came over she said put that away the boss knows what's going on here he said this is on us he'll take care of this the officer thanked them turned to go back to the booth to talk further with the mom and about then one of the truck drivers who had been sitting in another booth came over and said excuse me officer we would like to help and he extended his hand and it was full of money it was a fistful of bills and he handed them to the officer the officer stood there and tried to swallow the lump that had come up in his throat as he shifted his weight from one foot to another he couldn't believe what was happening these people in the restaurant had sized up the situation and taken up a quick offering he flipped through the bills it was a lot of money he thought there's enough money here for three bus tickets to Tulsa and for food on the way he said can I give her a name of who gave the money the truck driver said oh no sir no names just tell her it's from people who wish they were home for Christmas who understand what it's like to be stranded away from home the officer walked over to the booth put the money on the table said to the woman this is a gift for you and your family she began to sob again then she looked up and whispered he heard officer said uh, what's that ma'am she said just minutes ago I was sitting here so hopelessly praying that God might hear me that God might give me a sign that there was hope that he can hear and help I think he's heard me the sheriff said I think you're right ma'am I think he's heard your prayer and then the officer says the strangest thing happened right then this young couple who looked completely out of place at this diner walked in surveyed all the tables walked straight over to me introduced themselves looked at the woman sobbing and said ma'am we're here to help is there anything we can do for you the officer said he couldn't believe these young people the woman was so startled she stopped crying and looked up they said is there something we can do to help she thought for a moment and she said well I guess I could use a ride to the bus stop if I can paraphrase Isaiah he says listen lift up your voices and sing for joy when you see god working in plain sight it's time to celebrate may our lives sing with joy as we go forth from this place singing glory to god in the highest peace shalom to all people on earth 
For on this day, born in the city of David, is a Savior, Christ our Lord. Amen.